0: Today, we deal with an ambush in the Drakwald Forest. We follow up with a surprise on the road.
1: And then the heroes make a decision that will follow them for a long time to come.
0: I am Chris. And I'm Matt. Welcome to Roleplay Chat. And welcome back to another episode in the blood and betrayal campaign diaries Uh, we're going to start off by giving you guys the narrative of the the campaign that we played through with chris as the game master and myself as one of the players Um, and that's going to be followed up in the second half of the video with uh, our usual thing of the behind the game master screen where the two of us ask each other questions about the game great so let's get into it all right so we left off last time with the party tracking granny mosher into the drakwald forest and they found her collecting herbs in the dirt surrounded by what ended up being um elves with bows drawn
1: yeah a small small group of elves left over from battles surrounding the area and uh, as the hero get into this uh, open space uh, surrounded by elves they start trying to like what, what, what's happening and the elves quickly uh, accuse Granny Mosher to be some kind of witch. Uh, who else would be in the middle of the Drakwald forest gathering herbs in the, the time of war? That makes no sense. Like, mm-hmm. So they assume that uh, she's alone and she must be
0: there to gather herbs for her spells or whatever. Kind of doing things associated with dark magic or, or chaos. Things in the world of Warhammer which are extremely frowned upon and, you know... Prohibited. Prohibited, basically, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, so the hero's trying to
0: uh, talk. No, no, she's with a group. Uh, she she's not... our healer. Yeah, she needs yeah, yeah. the herbs to, to do things. And the elves aren't really too convinced with this. Uh, so this is mm-hmm. when... Ungrim, our um, dwarven slayer in the party, approaches the elves, looks them dead in the eye, and vows to them. He cuts his hand, makes a blood pact with one of the elves that's there, staring them down and says that, no, Granny Mosher is not a witch. She does not meddle in dark magic. And if I find that she is, I will kill her, behead her, and wear her skull. He, and he says this yeah. completely straight, like... That was intense. <laughs> yeah, it was really intense.
1: Yeah, and even though the relationships between dwarves and elves are not great in Warhammer, at like in the in the lore of Warhammer, still elves know that a dwarf oath is reliable. Mm-hmm. So... Especially a
0: slayer's oath,
1: I, yeah. I'd say, even mm-hmm. more so. So they're like, okay, like... You deal with it. We deal. You deal with her, and um, that's pretty much where they left off. They bring Granny back to uh, everybody
0: else, mm-hmm.
1: and everything goes fine uh, for and the rest of the night.
0: Granny is grateful that we oh yeah, that yeah. We got her out of this trouble. You know, I'm not sure. If, had we not been there, had she
1: oh yeah she was panicking the whole time. Uh, she was like um, saying, "I'm innocent. I'm innocent. Just let me go." Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So no, she was not the Very comfortable in that situation and the heroes did great. Um,
0: so after that kind of traumatic evening, we continue along the road to encounter even more trouble, basically. So the the next morning as we're, we're traveling on the road, we run into what appears to be a couple of different wagons, uh, kind of like wreckage. There's, there's corpses lying about a couple a dozen maybe 15 16 bodies mm-hmm. that seem to have been attacked or or another kind of ambush of sorts uh the yeah yeah the um,
1: the scout mentioned that and then a, a little group of the heroes uh captain trailer father pieta granny mosher for different reasons for healing for uh, uh, praying for the dead and stuff like that people uh, a little uh, squad if you may uh, of people go there mm-hmm. and the heroes start removing corpses because it's blocking the way um and uh, randall finds a arrows that with a and a good check finds that it's green skins um arrows so they're like oh there must be goblins uh so they start being a bit uh wor- worried about are we gonna get attacked or but we need to clean yeah, and, and
0: we wanted to uh, clean the road so that we could get through, we wanted to give these people a proper burial, or at least as close to a proper burial as, as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we're starting to clean the wreckage, we we hear screaming and a kind of a crash and a boom. Uh, we, we quickly turn around to see Father Peter had fallen into, I guess, a remnant of a trap that was laid Presumably by the Greenskins.
1: Yeah, so they, they they basically put that to cover the archers, and there was a hole that was not used in the combat, so it was still there. Uh, and as the hero gets to the edge of the pit, they see that there's spikes at the bottom, mm-hmm. really crude wooden uh, spikes, and Faripita is part partially
0: impaled on them. Mm-hmm. He's he's still breathing, but having a really hard time, and he kind of shouts up to the rest of the party that's above him and he tells them you know i'm not gonna make it but i have this relic this this artifact of my god sigmar that i i need to bring to middenheim i'm gonna entrust it to you to 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 bring and he kind of like holds it up and we we work our way slowly into this pit you know it's 10 15 feet down and we work our way down to, to to grab it from him and promise to him that we're going to take good care of it and that we're going to make sure that it makes its way to the temple of sigmar in middenheim and with that he breathes his last breath kind of of relief i guess mm-hmm. and and passes away it was a uh, it was sad it was the first death that the the party had to had to face and it uh definitely kind of left everyone a little shocked i know diedrich was was impacted by this because Father Peter was the person that he was the most um, associated with basically in in Untergard. He was kind of like his friend. He was this confidant that he he learned from when he was there. So with Father Peter at the the bottom of this trap uh, Diedrich feels obliged to to pull him out. He gets Ungrim's help and they take him out of the trap to I I guess again give him a proper burial and, and the two of them mourn his death
1: as this is going on uh randall sees that there's something wrong with granny like she seems upset somehow so she so he talks to her a little bit more and learns that uh a city so on the crossroad one of the one of the way go to uh fandorf um uh, abandoned city and granny mosher is looking in that direction and is saying something like uh, all my I used to come from there, my, uh, my dad died there, uh, accused of something he did not commit and died for it.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, she was shaken by, by it. How much of that can be attributed to the events of the, the night before, it's hard to, hard to tell. With this new death also, um,
1: yeah. she tried saving Father Pietà. So there's death, and now she sees something about her past. And she's she's
0: very upset about it. So the party clears the road, buries some of the bodies, and gives service to the death of Father Peter. And they continue their way towards Middenheim.
1: Yes, and so they have one last day to camp uh, before getting there. So as usual, bedrolls.
0: Mm-hmm. All, they all, set
1: everything up. They set everything up, and again, a couple hours after um, dusk, they hear child, a child, uh, cry. Friedrich, uh, the child who was lost in the first, um, first game, like during the battle with the beastmen, Friedrich says, um, "Granny was weird all day, like since she came back from the crossroad, and she talked about like." uh someone deserving so it's it's really vague at this point the the, the kid is crying They're, the heroes are trying to get information out of him but they, they suspect that she went back to fendorf
0: mm-hmm. and we we suspect strongly that she went back to that crossroad so we basically pack up our gear and turn around and go right back to to that crossroad where where father peter died um, we, we work our way back in the night using Randall's tracking skills and his, his bird hack roll. and we take the route towards Granny's old town, or I guess her, where her family's from.
1: Yeah, and uh, as they approach, they can see a light, a big light, like not a torch, light, no, a big fire. Like a bonfire, almost. Yeah. And as they, uh, they get closer and closer, I think uh, one of them scouted, probably Randall, and they see that Granny is there in front of a, a, a bonfire and there's wolves all around her. And at first they're kind of, oh, what's happening? Is she getting attacked again? Mm-hmm. But then they realize that, no, the, the wolves seem to be protecting her somehow.
0: And the fire is, you know, starts off as what you would expect a normal fire to be. But as we approach, we notice little hints of sparks of colors. Green, red, blue, purple, uh, brown. And it, it feels off. It doesn't feel like everything's going the way it should, and we kind of have these flashbacks to the night before, these accusations of the the elves, and start to think, hmm, what what's what's going on here?
1: Yeah, and as they approach, uh, so Otis sneak around, but some of them just approach to talk to her, like, what's going on, right? They're they're friends, and uh, as they get closer and closer. The, the the bonfire with the, all that weird color uh, all that weird colors the it starts to increase in magnitude and then she gets lifted in the air as if almost her body is possessed but she kind of still has her mind looks at at them and says help me and she seems to like lose the control mm-hmm. of of what's going on and starts to speak in a weird uh, unknown tongue that's really uh, it's, it's a bad omen.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, Diedrich being the scholar that he is, uh, is, is, is there trying to decipher what she's saying. And even he doesn't know, but he does know that she's speaking in a dark tongue, a tongue that's associated with chaos and, and evil
1: mm-hmm.
0: and darkness. So uh, at this point, the, the decision becomes obvious. We need to get granny out of this trance. Mm-hmm. We need to save her, so we try to approach her, but the wolves begin to attack us. Uh, Ungram takes out his trusty battle axe and starts swinging at at a handful of of wolves that attack him because he's at the front line and is able to kind of dispatch of a few of them. Uh, Randall in the distance shoots his bow at some of them and it hurts them badly, hearing whimpers, which actually makes it worse for Randall because he would much rather they be out of the misery and he kind of F- feels it, you know, oh, no, <laughs> these poor creatures.
1: Yeah, if he didn't like shooting beastmen, he definitely doesn't like shooting wolves. So as they, they manage to dispatch the wolves, um, Omgrim gets closer to Granny and um. Oh, no, I think actually he was with the wolves and yeah, he, uh, was, he was busy with
0: the, with the wolves and, and Diedrich in the back, you know, he's not much of a fighter. He takes out his crossbow and tries to, to shoot Granny somewhere, like in the knee or, or something, to try and wake her up without causing too much harm. Unfortunately, he misses his first shot and then misses the second shot. But out of sheer chance, the wind picks up and kind of pushes the flames of this large bonfire onto Granny, which really, you know, kind of shocks her system and takes her out of this trance and she starts to fall to the ground.
1: Yeah, so she falls to the ground close to Umgrim, but Umgrim still has uh, a couple of wolves to deal with, and but but she's not out of it yet. She starts mm-hmm. convulsing uh, on on the ground, shaking, and still still saying like "Help me" because she hasn't uh, got control of her body
0: again. But she, but she they, they broke the the fire. Like yeah, it started to calm down. The colors cal- disappeared. Yeah. And there's Granny shaking on the ground, convulsing, almost having like a seizure of of sorts. Um, I mean, at this point, we we consider it to be a small victory. You know, Mm -hmm. we've sort of calmed it down. Uh, Ungrim works his way towards Granny, uh, leans over to kind of what appears to be lifting her up.
1: Yeah, and everybody else is pretty far off and the wolves have been dispatched. Everything seems to be a
0: lot more under control. But out of nowhere, or I guess we should have seen it coming, really, <laughs> Ungrim swings his battle axe down and beheads <laughs> Granny Mosher.
1: And then everybody freaks out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was... I, I, I'm at a loss for words as to how I was feeling about that. It, it, was, it was ridiculous. The Diedrich, Randall, Otis are all in complete shock. What just happened?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Randall is like, just stop and just what Ungrim with his friend, new newfound friend, killing her, uh, his maternal figure, basically,
0: it, it, like it does not compute. Pretty much, <laughs> um, we finally get our our tongue back and we're able to speak, and we approach uh, approach Ungrim and we tell him what just happened. What did you do? Yeah. Um, and at this point, you know, we're 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 wondering, do we still trust? him
1: yeah because remember the the players that's their first game at this point so they're like maybe there was some hidden in the background
0: of umgrim that he's crazy or we don't know right so we asked umgrim what did you do why did you do this and he had a very reasonable (laughs) response he said i swore an oath that if i noticed that she was doing anything related to chaos or evil yeah, magic, even like a witch, I would kill her stone cold. Just, I would kill her. That was my oath. And I remember still being still taken aback by it, but the, the heroes, the other heroes were able to notice, you know, this is a thing of loyalty. This is a thing of, of truth. Ungram, although committed something unspeakable it was still with a lawful act. You know, it was still something that we could still trust him. Although it might be difficult for some of us, especially for Randall. um, We could still trust that he will do what he says he's going to do. And he basically said that he would be here to protect us to get us to Middenheim. So, you know, we we weren't worried that he was going to turn on us kind of Mm -hmm. thing, but but there was still a, a seed of doubt placed there.
1: Yeah, now everybody was looking at Umgrim differently as if like yeah, he's he's a slayer, like he he kills stuff. He's dangerous and unpredictable.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um so we we come back to the group to the the rest of the villagers from Untergard and basically have to deliver this news that Granny is dead. We don't say that we beheaded her we don't say that she was practicing dark magic or anything of the sort but we basically say that she got taken by wolves and we are able to convince the the people of of leadership like Captain Schreiler and mr. Bomer that you know she's she's gone there was nothing we could do and we continue the road to Middenheim now with a second death on our shoulders and a significant one, like for players, characters,
1: and everything, it was uh, it was a great uh, great way to end this uh, this session. So they arrive at Middenheim, They see that the city is still standing. It's a kind of a fortress city, but there's clearly marks. Uh, the walls are scarred. Uh, there's, there's mass graves. Mass graves. There's even some of like cultists, um, like chaos warriors, still hanging from the sides. Because they were, they had like hooks on the walls, mm-hmm. and they, they died there, so they're still hanging. It's uh, there's uh, marks of cannon and stuff like that. So, um, but it's still standing. Uh, there's still the banner of Todd Bringer and the Emperor. So, they're they're glad to be there, and that's that's when we we finish this session.
0: Yeah. So it was it was a great session. Um, now we're gonna enter our second half of the Blood and Betrayal videos, the Campaign Diary videos, where we're going to spoil things. We're going to spoil uh, elements of the story. So if you don't want to have these things spoiled, I would encourage you to uh, skip to the end of the video. It, it, or you know what? You, you're probably safe to stop here. Um, thank you. We'll see you next time. <laughs> yeah. uh, for those of you who do want to know, let's yeah. let's keep on going. Let's get into the, the, nitty-gritty. the intricate nitty-gritty details, the yeah. Game Master stuff.
1: Yeah, and also maybe explain some of the... Um what was happening even behind the story for example the fact that granny mosher was actually used to be a brown wizard Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's a wizard that deals with uh beasts so she can control wolves um something we didn't mention really in 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 the as we were retelling the story is there was a a crow often like it was a crow at the crossword uh, crossroad there Mm -hmm. was uh, a crow a couple of times and i believe you found a, a feather of a crow also the night before she uh, one of the nights she left and basically granny mosher had the ability to turn into a crow that's why like she would just disappear oh cool um
0: so yeah so and so that was one thing and another thing too for those of you who did watch the spoiler last time you guys know that diedrich is a blue wizard uh, wizards in the world of Warhammer can actually kind of put on a sixth sense, mm-hmm. where they can determine if other people are using magic. And I remember doing this quite a few times to to sense if Granny Mosher was using magic, and and I did and noticed that she was using like like Chris said this uh, nature magic, brown magic, mm-hmm. um, but didn't see many hints of of. I, I don't I don't think I noticed any black. In there no so this is even made it more of a shock when when we found her there doing this dark ritual
1: yeah you found I remember saying something like it's it's there there's definitely she's a magic user but it's uh it's dim it's mm-hmm. as if she hasn't done it in a while it's um she, she's not
0: like a super powerful user of it exactly um one other thing that we wanted to mention was Diedrich's ability to use premonitions. So in in this case, uh, I actually had Diedrich spend an evening secretly trying to look into the future, trying to see what might be going on uh, in the days to come. You know, we've encountered a lot of dangerous things on the road. And in this uh, premonition, I noticed wolves. And I think I noticed a fire.
1: Yeah, it was a fire, weird colors, and a face
0: of a wolf through it. So I, you know, I, I took that at face value. I figured there might be wolves coming. And I tried to convince the party that, you know, we're going into the woods, into the Drakwald forest, there's gonna be wolves. I didn't really tell them why. Mm-hmm. And I tried to convince them, you know, let's let's look into how we could defeat wolves. Does anyone know, you know, their weakness or what have you? I don't think it proved to be very useful other than the fact that we thought we might encounter wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a cool way for me to, it was my first vision.
1: Yeah, and, it was uh, a good foreshadowing too, to, for yeah. what's to come. So it maybe gave you, well, that's a question for you, I guess. Would it give you did it give you a uh, confidence in your ability to see the future because it was pretty close to what happened but you it was hard to interpret maybe
0: yeah I, that is a good question i it, it definitely uh how do i say this it, it gave me a baseline understanding of what my visions were
1: because mm-hmm. you know
0: the first time i did it I, I wasn't really sure what to expect was it gonna mm-hmm. just flat out tell me everything And I think I did a pretty good role too, if I can Mm -hmm. remember correctly. So it kind of gave me this baseline, like, okay, these visions contain information, but it's going to be incomplete. It's not going to necessarily give me too much of an advantage going forward. It's just going to help me piece everything together so that I can maybe try to avoid it or or equip myself the right way.
1: Yeah. And as the game master, uh, that was kind of the idea of I don't know if exactly what's going to happen, but I have a a good idea of where it would go if nothing would change. Mm -hmm. So in my head, if nothing would change, they would get to that point with the fire and everything. I don't know how it resolves or anything, but so that's why I gave you basically an insight into my head of what I think was to come, but it's always the balance of these two things. uh, Yeah, Not giving us too much, right? Mhm. So something I worry a lot when I game master is do the players feel they have a control a bit on the story? So I was wondering Matteo, did did you feel like you could have prevented some of the thing that happened? Did you feel it, as your action mattered in this game?
0: Yeah, that's actually an interesting uh, interesting question and it it's something that I was thinking about too, right? I was especially with having these two deaths that happened, I was wondering how much of this again, was the, the the story railroad that you were setting for us. You know, mm-hmm. you, you kind of started the whole game, even before we started playing, saying, like, guys, listen up. There's going to be a lot of railroading this first game. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely felt like the death of Father Peter was something that you had planned. I, I don't think there, there was much of say for us to... To have in that really um maybe i'm wrong i don't know if you have should i answer yeah sure let's, let's <laughs> start with father peter and then we'll maybe talk about granny after oh, okay uh
1: for father peter so the way i do a lot of things is i put that event so it, yeah in my head it was there it didn't come up out of the blue mm-hmm. uh but i remember having randall randall made a check for the arrows and actually i made him do a check he did fair hmm so I gave him the arrows. But hidden underneath that check would have been the trap. If it was high enough, it would have been the trap. Okay. So it was still possible, but it was hard. And it a thing I did is I put a map. Uh and one of the reasons was because I wanted you to believe there was a goblin mm-hmm. attack coming up. But the other one is I wanted you to move your characters because Randall was close to the trap, was the mm-hmm. only one who went close to the actual hole yeah. Uh, so that's why it was kind of hidden underneath but so i put the event and that's what i expect to happen but often and it happens more and more as we're gonna go through the through the campaign sometimes i is a good check just changes everything. my expectation yeah. like it, it throws everything off the window so it's uh it could have been possible but i I would say maybe 90% that was gonna happen. Okay. That's what I would say. Okay. What about Granny? what happened, the whole thing with Granny
0: Mosher? The whole thing with Granny. That I mean That was that was definitely something that happened that shocked me as a player. I think it shocked everybody. Yeah, me too as a game master, actually. (laughs) So some (laughs) of it at least. Um And I mean I think part of the reason I felt less helpless in this case, was because Granny's death was, it happened because a player did it. It happened because, you know, Ungrim made an oath that we, you know, it was his word. He had to keep his word. And even when when the player playing Ungrim killed Granny Mosher, he, he didn't just like, without consulting us, kill her. He kind of made the action saw everybody else <laughs> the players yeah not just the characters. yeah the players kind of like oh my god you're doing this what, what are you doing <laughs> and then he, you know we kind of had the we, we took ourselves away from the game for a second and said okay do we really want to do this for the story
1: yeah and it wasn't like it was not like a big like two minute discussion i remember it being five to ten seconds be like well i'm gonna do that because i promised it and yeah. some people be like what And other would be like just do your, do yeah, your thing. Do if your that's thing.
0: what your character would do and you made that vow, it makes sense. Go for it. And then he's like, yep. And then so he did it. And I'm like, whoa, all right. So I felt like that was, you know, it, it was something that happened, but we had a much more obvious role in it happening. So I felt like there could have been things that we could have done, um, you know, had we saved her and not killed her, maybe we could have asked her what she was doing stopped her from doing it again whatever whatever like pure purify her soul i don't know but Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like we could have we could have done something else even working up to it there were signs that she was upset there were signs that you know we could have maybe caught on i don't think we did we weren't paying enough attention but in retrospect had we wanted to we could have asked her about her background we could have you know went to that town with her or or what have you Mm -hmm. so it definitely felt like there were more, uh, like, gears that we could have stopped or interrupted. Yeah, and
1: and for sure. And Granny Mosher was uh, at the core of many characters, so I wanted to give you many angles to see what was to come. Mm -hmm. Uh, Father Pieta was more at the background, so um, that's why, yeah, I think you're right. There was a lot of other things that could have happened uh, regarding Granny Mosher.
0: So I've also prepared a question uh, for you, Chris, about about this, this game here. Um, and I was wondering, you know, Granny Mosher, obviously something caused her to make, kind of, basically snap like that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it seemed to be hidden from us as players. What exactly caused her to do what she did? Summon demons or, or whatever it was.
1: Yeah, so uh, in my head, Granny Mosher was <clears throat> a kind-hearted old lady who used to practice magic and kind of stopped um, to take care of the orphans and everything. So in from that aspect, nothing really was different from the player's perspective, but uh, I knew there was something about her dad being killed actually in front of her um, when she was younger, being accused of something he did not do. And that was under the authority of the Graf, uh, Graf uh, Sternhauer. Um, who was in charge and uh, I don't know if you remember but in uh, the city of uh, the, the, the first city you met uh, I mentioned the fact that the leader left in a faraway tower mm-hmm. and left mm-hmm. everybody there that's the descendant uh, that's I think the of this guy oh, no actually it was yeah it was the the, the son of this guy oh, okay. uh, who basically they're not great leaders and they tend to like just take the money, the power and not care about anybody else. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of one of the event that triggered the like feeling of anger inside of her, the fact that again they're left. Okay. And and then when she saw there was death at the crossroad and she saw the their the way leading to her city, she was even more angry. And uh, one thing that I, that I established but not fleshed out all the way was the fact that she found um, a, a parchment um, about a ritual to summon, uh, in, in, to punish someone who did wrong. So okay. that was kind of how it was given to her. I did not flesh out how she received it, but I know she hadn't, she got it maybe weeks before, maybe it was after the battle, she mm-hmm, found it mm-hmm. on someone something like that
0: and um and she was like deliberating whether or not she was gonna use this basically yeah
1: she had it in her back pocket and when she saw these two events and there was other things in the background but that's the main two events yeah she saw that she was like i have this i have to do this so she went to collect herbs for the spell and then uh the second day she went Hmm. to actually do the thing but in her mind it was kind of hidden in the spell that it was bad. She was not that powerful, right? Yeah. So it it was just killing, not killing, punishing someone who did wrong. Um, and she's used to dealing with like little magic. Yeah, she can transform. The, that's probably her biggest spell, like transform into a crow. But uh, as she starts, she immediately like basically this the, the parchment controls her and uses her as a a vessel Mm -hmm. to summon should i tell you sure i should tell you to summon a lesser demon
0: okay
1: that was his goal the the demon was gonna just go go kill kill that person Mm -hmm. and then have like wreak havoc around that region until it would been dispatched. so in my head if that would have happened then you would have heard probably rumors or maybe you would have gone to deal with that i don't know because in my head it was going to be a flying demon So it would like fly, maybe do a little bit of damage and just fly away uh, to to do this. And then Granny Mosher would, if this had completed, would probably die after. So it was was basically a demon of vengeance Mm -hmm. and
0: anger that she did not know controlled her. Did she suspect that it was like dark magic? I I know that wizards in the Warhammer universe... Kind of swear an oath not to not to meddle in those kinds of things
1: yeah i, th- I think she it's the kind of like <laughs> you uh d- denial i think it was really denial like she figured maybe it's not, not yeah. that bad maybe it's just like it's a lesser of two evil kind of deal yeah yeah like, and the, it's to and punish justify. the guy. Yeah, exactly the yeah. and just find a means so she, that was her spirit She was getting older too Mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of frustration she saw a lot of people die she's been treating wounded and dead people for weeks there was a little bit of a snap because there was a lot of anger and she got the opportunity
0: yeah yeah absolutely oh that's kind of neat did you find that
1: that. satisfying yeah no i
0: i think so it it's definitely always tricky sometimes to see what really motivates these npcs and that's something that we're going to talk about hopefully soon in an mm-hmm. upcoming uh, roleplay chat video. Um, so for now, I think that that covers most of what we wanted to talk about. We look forward to seeing everybody next time in our our next video. And hold on tight, things are just going to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> I think right. that that covers it all, Chris. That's all, man. Let's call it a chat.